Welcome to Paranormal Northwest, a podcast all about the history and the paranormal of the Pacific Northwest. Join me as I tell stories of this great region, the history, the people who live here, and those who may have never left. Welcome back! And if you are listening to this on release day, happy Valentine's Day! I hope everyone is having a great 2022 so far. We just finished our first semester this school year and I am gearing back into a more normal schedule. So hopefully I can kind of get more into a normal routine with um, doing the podcast. This episode is a bit of the shorter episode, but my intent is to alternate between longer episodes and shorter episodes to be able to put out episodes a bit more consistently. Not that this story is not interesting and I find this place incredibly fascinating. Um, it's, there just wasn't as much to this one. So again, thank you to everyone who has been supporting me in this journey. I hope that you are all enjoying these stories as much as I am. I also want to take another moment to plug our merchandise. The link is on Facebook and Instagram. So grab yourself a cup of coffee, even a sweater. I appreciate all the support. So now on to what you're really here for. This episode is taking us back to Idaho and to the Howells Opera House. The Howells Opera House is located in Oakley, Idaho. The Opera House was built in 1907 by Judge Benjamin Price Howells. At the time, the building cost $22,000 to build, which is equivalent to about $650,000 today. The building is also known as the Oakley Playhouse. Construction on the Opera House was started in 1904, after Judge Howells grew tired of the lack of culture and art in the region. At one time, it was the most luxurious theater between Salt Lake City in Utah and Boise, Idaho. In the late 1920s, the Howells sold the theater to the LDS Church. The church then turned the building into a movie theater. During the 1970s, the theater was faced with demolition. However, it was saved when it was purchased by the Oakley Valley Arts Council, who still owns the building today. So some history of Oakley, Idaho. Oakley, Idaho is located in Cassia County, bordering Idaho and Utah. As of the 2010 census, there were only 763 residents in the small city. The city is on the National Register of Historic Places, in part due to the old stone and brick buildings left standing, many of which date back to 1883. Side note, if you are listening to this and aren't from the Pacific Northwest, or even just the American West, things that are old to us aren't that old compared to the rest of the world and even other parts of our own country. In many parts of the Pacific Northwest, something dating back to the 1800s is rare and worth preserving of our historic heritage. So, age is relative. Back to Oakley. Oakley was named after William Oakley, who owned the 19th century stagecoach station about two miles west of the current town site of Oakley. It is because of those historic buildings that are left that make the town appear to be frozen in time. The town was founded in 1878 by Mormon immigrants moving north from Utah. Oakley is bordered on the east, west, and south by mountains lying in the Goose Creek Valley. Much of this region of southeastern Idaho is part of the Snake River, and so much of it is broken up into little different valleys, and this is one of them. Prior to settlement, the Goose Creek Valley was traversed by fur trappers and explorers, along with the native people of the area. The name of both the creek, Goose Creek, and the county, Cassia, are noted to come from a Hudson Bay Company trappers in the 1830s. During the boom to the west, many travelers went to the City of Rocks, 
approximately 16 miles southeast of Oakley. This became a hub for those traveling on the Oregon Trail, and at that point, they would either continue west to Oregon or turn south for California. Once the west was more established, the same route that many traveled along the Oregon Trail now held stops for stagecoaches, with the City of Rocks still being a main stopping point. Today, the City of Rocks is a national park. However, as with much of western expansion, there was conflict between those moving west and those already here. In the early 1860s, a group of natives attacked a part of Missouri travelers um, at the City of Rocks. That was my cat, sorry. The aftermath found about 300 travelers dead with their wagons burning. A survivor escaped and made his way to the Mormon settlement of Brigham City, approximately 100 miles to the south. If you recall from the Pocatello High School episode, the Mormon community has had a large presence in this region since the 1860s. They held a standing militia that the United States government feared were so only faithful to their leader and could be detrimental in the Civil War. However, like most people who traveled west, the Mormon population was simply searching for a better life. This led to many of them in, to settle in Utah and southeastern Idaho. During the same time period of western expansion, many people traveling to the area were looking for land that was farmable. In the early 1870s, cattle was driven from Texas up north to the Snake River Valleys. This sparked the beginning of a cattle industry in the area. Rachel, side note, if you have been watching the show 1883, again, I am recording this a bit in advance, um, so I'm not sure what happens current episodes, but part of what they do is capture a bunch of wild cattle in Texas as they are moving west. Um, so that kind of reminded me of what happened here in Idaho. So back to our story. Benjamin Howells moved to the Goose Creek Valley in 1875 when he was only 12 years old. There, he herded cattle for about seven years leading up to the Mormon settlers arriving in the valley. And I know if you're doing math, that math doesn't add up, but that is the information that I found. <laughs> in his early 20s, Howells became a teacher, then a lawyer, and finally a judge for Cassia County. It was during this latter profession when he began to accumulate large amounts of land and wealth. In 1907, he built the Howells Opera House. Two years later, he built a magnificent Victorian home within a block of the Opera House. This house, now known as the Howells House, was constructed out of brick and built by William Drummer and George Croft. The house features a two-story porch that wraps around a round tower. This porch was designed to view the opera house. It makes me wonder if Judge Howells and his family sat on their porch during performances at the opera house and listened. Today, the home remains a private residence. Paranormal Activity at the Opera House There are reportedly two resident spirits of the opera house, a man and a woman. The woman shows up during performances and has even been known to appear on stage during rehearsals. Actors seemingly noticed an extra. After the rehearsal was over, the woman was nowhere to be found, and no one seemed to know who it had been. The man appears to be a distinguished gentleman in an old-fashioned suit. Many believe this to be Judge Howells himself, perhaps checking in on his beloved opera house. Sadly, like many old buildings, the building needs repairs. Since July of 2021, the theater has been closed due to a sagging roof. 
Until then, people came from all over the region to perform in and watch shows put on there, but now the building is in danger of demolition once again. The Oakley Valley Arts Council has set up a GoFundMe to help raise the estimated $50,000 needed to repair the building. I have included the link in my show notes if you are interested in helping, and if everybody donates a little bit, they hopefully get to their goal. So I know that was short and somewhat sweet and bitter, but that's a wrap on the Howl's Opera House. And I, even though it was short, I hope that you still enjoyed it. So next time we are heading to British Columbia and we are going to check into the Highcroft Manor. Um, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, at ParaNWPod. I share photos and fun facts about our locations and episodes and check out our merchandise. Until next time. Bye.